You're listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie, with your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. Hello, beautiful listeners, and welcome back to Third Eye Talks. This is your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose, and I am So happy and delighted to welcome today's guest to Third Eye Talks. Uh, She is a psychic medium and an event creator, and she is a dang good one. I know because I have attended (laughs) uh, some of her events and actually um, was part of the last one, which was an incredible experience for me. So she is a very gifted event creator and a very gifted psychic medium. Join me in welcoming the beautiful and talented Cat Bloom. Hi, Cat. Hey. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, darling. How are you? I'm so happy to have you here. We have been on like, I think the majority of my guests, uh, you are one of the few guests that I actually have uh, been in person with, that I've been in places with, that I get to share space with. So it's always exciting when that um, when that element of comfort is there in these interviews. So I'm so glad that you decided to come on. And for those of you who don't know, Kat is going to be facilitating the Summer of Intuition with me. And if you don't know, I know I've teased it in several episodes, but um, if you're tuning in for the first time, Summer of Intuition is going to be a five-week immersive challenge experience where Kat and I and a couple of other facilitators are going to be helping um, the, the people attending and involved in the challenge to use their intuition to find out what is their unique intuitive code or the unique way in which they use their intuition, because we all have one. Um, and, uh, and we're going to challenge and kind of gently push everyone throughout the challenge to use their intuition and to make some key decisions, at least one, maybe during the length of the program. So, uh, Kat is a very special guest. Kat, I want to start off by asking you, how does one, because even though we've sat down a couple of times already and we've talked about so many things, I've never asked you this question. So I'm excited to hear the answer. Being a psychic medium is obviously something that someone is not every day, right? It's not every day someone introduces themselves and they're like, hey, I'm a psychic medium. So how how did you become a psychic medium? What was your journey there? Tell me a little bit about that. You know, just using that title alone, it's crazy still to me because it took so much bravery to finally own it and say, hey, stop hiding, stop denying this is who you are. And it's a beautiful thing. And you don't have to dim this gift that you have because you either in that moment, I didn't fully understand it or I was told that it wasn't my path. Hmm. Um, yeah. And I think this is another reason why this program is so special and important because I have a feeling there's going to be at least one or two people there that are not aware they might have some of these gifts, or maybe they are and no one encouraged them to believe in them, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 
I've always had weird intuitive antennas, even as a kid. Uh, my mom would constantly say that I had dreams where I would warn her of things and I would see things and I would talk to people. And she never denied it. She never made me feel like it was in my imagination. But she also never encouraged me to look into it or to learn from it. It was almost as if it's there. Let's leave it there. We don't need to go opening <laughs> that door. Let's just leave the door locked. It's, and I was always curious about all things esoteric. But it was more so to protect myself. I don't think it was ever truly to better understand that spiritual side of myself. I was just constantly trying to foresee things before they happened mm. to protect myself, you know, from past experiences as a child or even as a teenager or as an adult. Um, when COVID happened, I finally kind of knocked me on my ass a little bit. And <laughs> it forced me to sit in silence and just integrate and analyze things I was always too busy or escaping from. Hmm. One of those things was the fact that I, I heard things and I saw everything. I was constantly trying to rationalize it all, all the time. It's in my imagination. I became the queen of that. I knew I had a damn reason for everything. I had a reason, an excuse, a justification. You could have put me in it. I could have worked for the FBI. Honestly, there was always a way in a route. And then one day I just started getting braver about it. And I started speaking up. And it's funny because one of the things that my friends sort of command me on is the fact that they feel very brave. And what I constantly try to explain to them is, but I wasn't always this way. Mm. I <laughs> I was not this way. It took a lot of acceptance and self-love to get to this point. Yeah. Um, one of my very, I'll only mention maybe two. I don't know if we'll have time for more. Um, but the ones that stick out to me the most were... I decided to try Reiki. I just randomly decided, okay, I'm going to get attuned. Let's see what this is about. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what Reiki even did, but it felt right. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to practice what felt right in my life without asking too many questions. So I would take one step and I would take the next. And then there is the self-healing that you're asked to do, right? After you get attuned. And I remember the first time I was in my room and I was doing the self-healing. And then all of a sudden, I get this vision of this man. And this is, this is going to get a little heavy. Um, who had the intention of taking advantage of a young woman. Mm -hmm. And I freeze. And I'm like, no, wait, what is this? This can't be right. This can't be right. It was a man that had lived in that house. It was actually um, one of my dad's friends. And I felt like he was showing me something that he regretted. And then he showed me a few other things after that. And I'm here freaking out. I'm like, no, okay, you're making this up in your head. Let it go. Next day I wake up and I bring up a few things that I felt and I saw to my dad's wife. At the time being, I had to come back from, I was back in Miami. I was staying with my parents, one and my dad. And um, I asked her, I'm like, hey, by any chance, is there something in this house that's white that belongs to him? It's not yours, but you guys are keeping it. 
there's also some pictures. It's time to give it back. And my dad's wife freezes and she looks at me and she's kind of panicking a bit. And she's like, well, who, who told you that? And in that moment, I was like, oh, God, it's not in your head. You're not crazy. At least not that crazy. I'm like, uh, no one told me. <laughs> well, someone told me, but you don't want to know the answer to that. And um, so I'm telling her what I what I felt and what I saw. And long story short, she confirms every single thing I felt and every single thing I saw. Wow. And then I, the next couple of days more more to confirm that story came to surface. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, I, I realized, I'm like, all right, Kat, this is a thing. You, you're not, you're not insane. Mm-hmm. Start vocalizing it, right? It's going to be hard at first. You, you're taking the risk of being wrong. And it was also beautiful because I realized how, for how long I had silenced myself as a mm-hmm. child, as a woman, as a human being, I spent so much of my life trying to figure out what was right and what was wrong, that it was difficult for me to communicate all of these things that I was feeling and seeing. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the next time it happened, so that I was brave enough to speak on it, it was a woman that was, I was working at the shop. This was in my hippier era when I was just taking all these random jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was working at the shop. <laughs> How aquarius of me. <laughs> I, and I'm doing, I'm trying to learn how to read cards. And I pull these oracle cards. They're chakra cards. All they're meant to do is tell you about, hey, this is the chakra you're working with. And this is the one that can use a little more love. And I get goosebumps. And I look at this woman and I I couldn't, I couldn't stop myself. And I'm like, hey, did you lose a child? And her eyes immediately water. She's like, mm-hmm. why? She gets a little defensive and I'm like, but her names start with E. And she, and she, now she's like, really, you know, she can't hold back the tears. She's like, why are you saying this to me? And I'm like, because the child that you have now that made it plays with her. Her spirit is always with her. She's always a part of your life and she's watching over your daughter right now. And of course, she starts crying. And before I know, we're hugging. And I'm in complete disbelief <laughs> that these things are coming up my mouth. And I was right. But it wasn't just that. It was the fact that, wow, Kat, this is a beautiful gift. Look at the peace that you're bringing to these people. Why would you ever want to silence that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. I've never said this. You touched on so many beautiful, beautiful things, you know, on the fact that you stepping into your gift allowed you to feel your, you know, your power and how much healing comes from being who you are really meant to be. And I think there are many people, I know there are many people who listen to this podcast who have a gift and they are holding it back as Mm -hmm. much as possible and sitting on that fence of like, I have to be rational or there's a rational explanation for this, or there is, this is false. This is a, a construct of my mind. And they are afraid to really step into that and see what happens if they just give it a chance 
right? If they just really believe in themselves. So I think that a lot of people hearing this will resonate with your story and they may even be brave enough to give themselves a chance, right? To do it. That's the hope. I hope so. I sure hope so. And it's not easy. Don't knock yourself down if you don't get it right away or if it makes you feel <laughs> um, vulnerable. And it makes you feel uncomfortable. And I've realized that that is my comfort zone to constantly feel vulnerable and uncomfortable. And that's what I'm meant to lean into. And yeah. you, if you have these gifts, depending on how they work, which is another thing about this workshop, is that you'll be able to identify, is that a part of your journey? Are you meant mm-hmm. to lean into that uncomfortable, vulnerable moment? Mm-hmm. And how does it make you brave, right? Yeah. Because yeah. maybe your design is different. Mine just happens to be that. Where yeah. I have to be vulnerable and uncomfortable and I have to lean into that bravery. I actually, you know, I tell people, and that's something that I will say over and over probably in this five-week workshop we're doing <laughs> together. Um, if it's uncomfortable, it's your intuition knocking. Mm-hmm. If you are comfortable and things are okay, you know, that's another key factor. Like things are okay but Mm -hmm. things don't feel passionate and awesome and great in your life. It's time to get uncomfortable. If you're in that place where your life is okay, but you don't love waking up every day and doing what you do every day and living your life with passion, it's time for you to get uncomfortable. And I think that's something that I'm looking forward to getting people to do in those five weeks to get a little uncomfortable (laughs) I love I know it sounds crazy but I love doing that I absolutely love doing that because you don't realize how much potential you have until you get a little crack open right just that little little crack sometimes all it takes for all this magic to pour out of you yeah. But it's not the pressure of it as much as having the right tools and the right team to crack you mm-hmm. open and say, hey, this isn't pressure. This is you unlocking your magic. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I'm so excited for that. And I'm so glad that you touched on that. So I do want to talk a little bit about how intuition itself might have played a key role for you in really stepping into. So once you started to have these these medium experiences and talking to people and explaining them to them, how did intuition play a role in kind of cementing that for you um, and really helping you take on that title, which is not easy to do? (laughs) It's not easy. It, It took, I have this thing with titles, right? Where if I don't feel like I've learned enough or I've I've gone far enough or I've gathered enough information, I shy away from claiming it, Mm -hmm. right? No matter how knowledgeable or how much experience I have, I want to be the experts. My Virgo rising, I say, ooh, it again, (laughs) say it again, because I hear this all the time. Naz, how am I supposed to, as a coach, I feel this telling you, Naz, how am I supposed to get into that when I don't have all the, all the knowledge. And the truth is when it's your gift, your gift, mm-hmm. the knowledge comes from an unknown place, right? It just comes yeah. to you. It really comes to you. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't want to cut you off. I just wanted to like put a little star next to that because I feel like if you're listening, it's time to perk up your ears. This is going to be really important. If you're one oh, of my- is like, 
I haven't studied enough. I need to take the course. I need to take the 17th course. I need to get another degree. I need to do or I can step into my gift. Go ahead. Tell them, Kat. Oh, I completely (laughs) agree. And you're going to like this part even more. (laughs) I, some of the, I guess you could say mentors that I looked up at that moment in my life, they, it's not that they were right or wrong, but mediumship wasn't something that called to them. So in a way they tried to help me understand how the ego works and they meant well, they didn't know how my gifts worked. To them, it was about healing your inner child, which yes, of course, a lot of it has to do with that, but they didn't understand that there are other gifts that people have. It didn't resonate with them. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I was hitting a wall right? Where do I go? How do I learn? How can I possibly claim to be this thing that no one, no one I think really believes I am? <laughs> I'm surrounded by people that I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. So my journey wasn't of somebody encouraging me. Not that there weren't people encouraged, but there wasn't really a team that encouraged me to step into that power. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because I kept feeling like, wow, maybe I'm not meant to do this. Maybe this is not who I'm meant to be. Maybe this is not my gift. And I'm just making it up in my head. Mm-hmm. My intuition. <laughs> Everywhere I would go, I would throw signs of mediumship. I would meet people that were mediums. And no one would tell me that I was a medium, right? Mm-hmm. But I would keep hitting things on the nail. I would bring things up about them. The things that only maybe somebody who's very intuitive or psychic would know things about their past, their emotions, but no one would see it. And I realized you have got to stop wanting to be seen and you have to see yourself for who you are. You, this whole thing has started from you being brave. This is a part of my journey. I have got to stop wanting to be seen and see myself for this magical fucking meeting. Oh, can I curse? I don't know. (laughs) Bleep. (laughs) A little curse here and there is fine. (laughs) I'm surprised I went this long without cursing. (laughs) It was a lot of um, letting go, Mm -hmm. I think, to me. It wasn't... It's crazy because I really thought that the moment that I decided to accept who I was, it would all sort of align, mm. but I was not accepting who I was. I wanted who I was to be accepted. Uh. And that right there is the key because you're still asking for validation. You're not embracing who you are. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when I come across people and they say, well, you seem like you're very brave and bossy and you have this energy about you. And I'm like, girl, that was not overnight. <laughs> There's been a lot of resistance in my life. There still is. It takes and a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. And I think, you know, people... People only see the end result. Unless they're really in the journey with you, they only see the end result. And mm-hmm. yes, that's beautiful, but also it didn't it didn't happen overnight. So I do want to ask, I want to ask something really quick because this came to me. And I think, you know, it's a it's a good question for you. So let's I want to ask you this. Do you do, do you think that you shifted at some point from being someone who kind of let life happen to you 
And once you started stepping into your power and your role, did you begin to become someone who went and looked for change or went and started doing things that changed, that brought change about for herself? The moment I decided to trust myself because it was a decision, right? Mm-hmm. The moment that I decided to trust myself, I started, I opened up the business. I started creating events. I started <laughs> leaning into all this magic that was pouring out of me. And it's crazy because I never would have considered myself to be a creative person. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking I had to pick, well, you're either a psychic or you're this. And I was like, you know what? No, <laughs> I do not. I get to create this life that I want to create. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be overnight. Nothing in my life has been overnight, mm-hmm. but I get to create this. And I love the lives that I am creating. And I was mm-hmm. searching for that for so long, Yeah, for so long. I looked for it in people that I did. I looked for it in tactics to escape. I looked for it in degrees and jobs and I found it. You found it through following that little intuition, that's what does it all. I, I love that. And I think on that point, we can wrap things up because I think that's the most important thing. And we touched on it at the beginning of the episode, but it's how you're really tuning into your intuition and following it. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yes, you're going to be uncomfortable. Yes, the process can be just really hard. But at the end of it, you meet a version of yourself that you love. Mm -hmm. You really get to wake up and love yourself. And it just builds. The love just continues to build. And you put yourself in more uncomfortable situations that help you uncover even another level of yourself. And the process just continues. But I love that that was your last point, which was, You had tried to hide yourself in all of these things. And it was only when you started going into your intuition that you created something really magical that you love. And I think that's the gift at the end of the road. If you if you decide to follow your intuition, you get to unwrap that gift, too. And create your own life. Instead yeah. of allowing it to be created for you, I think. Yes, yes. That's the, that was the why I asked that last question. <laughs> it's true. You become, that's what it is about using your intuition, is you stop waiting for the changes to happen to you, and you start to become a person who goes and looks for the change. Who You start to tap people. You start to involve yourself in situations. You start to just bring change about to yourself, but it's the change that you want. Right. Because when you're in that passive state, changes come, but there may not be changes that you want for yourself. When you start using your intuition, the changes are brought on by you for you and for your benefit. I completely agree. Well, Kat, I am I'm excited to be doing this this summer of intuition with you. I think our different experiences, our different styles, our different you know, just ways of approaching things, but landing on the same sort of results is going to be really, really awesome and a great dynamic. So if you're, if you're going to, if anyone listening in, if you want to join the summer of intuition, you can go to believeitlifecoaching.com. If you follow me on Instagram, you can just send me a DM, but all of the info is on the website and you can also connect with Kat. Kat, tell us a little bit more about 
where we can find you and uh, any other messages you want to leave us with. You guys can find me. It's a mouthful. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Every time I say, I'm like, why did I make it so long? La, which is L-A, period. Luna, L-U-N-A. And then me conto, which would be M-E-C-O-N-T-O. So la, period, Luna me conto, which the moon told me. Ooh. I'm a cancer moon. I mean, what were you expecting? <laughs> <laughs> so again, you can find Kat on Instagram at la.lunamecontó. And I will put that in the show notes for anyone if you want to look for it directly. Kat, anything else you want to tell us before we cut out? Yes. Um, I know that sometimes, this is huge for me, wanting to be seen. We hope to be in some way or another rescued or, or wanting to be seen or for someone to see the magic in us that it's waiting to emerge, right? But the only one that needs to do that is you. And I promise everything else will start to align and other people will see that magic too. But it has to start from with you. You have to trust and you have to start getting brave. Only get brave about trusting you because the rest will fall into place. I love that message. I love that. <laughs> Thank you, Kat, so much for coming on Third Eye Talks and talking with me and with my beautiful audience. Everyone, information about Kat and the Summer of Intuition will be in the show notes or on BelieveItLifeCoaching.com. Come and spend five awesome weeks with Kat and I, and we're going to just show you that love for yourself, get you to turn it, tune into your intuitive power, and who knows what you'll uncover in there that could change the entire course of your life. So invest in you and, uh, and join us. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye, Kat. We'll see you next time on Third Eye Talks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie, brought to you by Believe It Life Coaching. Follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information, believeitlifecoaching.com.